Hi, this is Beanie Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy to each and every one of my supporters. I want to give you guys a great big hug and tell you that I love you and I'm so appreciative whether you have just now found my audio podcast or you have been supporting me since the very beginning. I love you so much. Thank you so much for your continual support as normal as well as allowing me to be used as a vessel to pour into you and encourage you along your own personal journeys. As I've said a million times before you guys are super super special i feel as though this is definitely a tribe that has been built built on authenticity it has been built on um, truth and it has been built in a very unique strategic way and for that i am immensely grateful and i do not take this lightly at all with that being said i want to jump right into it guys we are on thursday and If you guys remember when I spoke about, I want to say a week ago, we spoke about the Saturn and Pluto conjunction. I broke it down all the way down to um, the Cancerin because we were at the lunar eclipse in the Cancer sign, which I'm a Cancer, but we were at the lunar eclipse and at the lunar eclipse, we were at a very pivotal time because we were days away from one of the most important events on the solar level that we have seen in over 30 years right so the saturn and pluto conjunction now as many of you know even if you're not familiar with astronomy or astrology it's very important that you understand the depth of the message that i'm about to share with you because as i stated to you guys then that the planet pluto is all about rebirth and transformation going deep into the foundations and that conjunct with saturn the um i mean together those two in capricorn is a very powerful powerful dynamic because they are opposing each other and it is a bit of a conflict because you have one that is all about you would think that it's working together to it's working together in a way that's very jointly and that's making it cohesive but it's not because pluto is a very slow moving planet and it is a planet that is all about penetrating the deep roots of anything so anything that has been built anything that has created the foundation or the fundamentals of your life this planet absolutely is affecting and it stays here it's like one of those pinching pains that never go away it's a throb that continues to grow and grow and penetrate deeper and deeper until it gets to the root of whatever it is that it is needing to rebirth or transform and so with that being said we are at this space where we literally are only a couple weeks away from this event and as i told you the lunar eclipse that energy stays with us for months it doesn't go away any lunar eclipse or solar eclipse and we are just ending the eclipse cycle so we're still not only under a fresh eclipse such as the lunar eclipse that was in cancer and during the full moon we are also can't forget about the last 
um, solar eclipse of the decade, which was also in Capricorn, but that was a new moon. So you have new beginnings in Capricorn, and then you have a massive amount of release and rebirth in the lunar eclipse in Cancer. Those two signs alone are counter opposites, polar opposites, the mother and father of the zodiac in astrology. So think about that on a level of your emotions, your um, finances, your foundation, your traditions, the things that matter so much about you that create your stability, that create your life as a whole. You have to see the entirety of that entire picture, okay? And it's a very complex picture because each of those signs are so different, yet they are very similar and they work beautifully together. But when it is a point of conflict, meaning they are opposing each other, they're going at each other, there is a power struggle in a sense because one rules the emotions and the nurturing and the family and love and everything that has to do with the depths of your inner world on an emotional level. And the other has to do with the depths of your world on a fundamental level. So you have a battle of mind over heart okay and so with all that being said I am at this space where I did give you guys a little bit of advice and told you that to pay attention to your dreams I don't know how God communicates with you I don't know how God allows the universe to um, communicate with you certain things that you need to do but I am a firm believer that he gives you a sign first before he uses someone else to act as a counterpart or a a confirmation to what it is that he is trying to show you or teach you, right? So as I've stated to you guys before, this entire year is going to be super powerful, not only because it is a year that is focusing on a new decade and it's, it's not technically creating a new decade, it's creating a new an entire new slate for your life for the past 37 plus years and a lot of us aren't even 37 so that means a lot of the seeds that were sown prior to you even being incarnated into this world um these are things that you are re-identifying and you're choosing to either utilize them for your future or get rid of them altogether and create a better foundation for yourself that is more true to yourself Now, as beautiful as it may sound, it is not easy, nor is it something that is a process that's smooth. There's a lot of bumps in the road. As you know, we haven't even made it a full 30 days into the first month of the year, and it feels like we are already six months in because the things that have been happening have been happening so fast and rapidly. And if you have been following me, and on this journey with me, then you know that we've been preparing for this since the last, um, I'll say the last full moon or in last Mercury retrograding in Pisces. And we're about to be at Mercury retrograding in Pisces again, but I'm not going to go over all those planets. There's so many different retrogrades we have coming up. So on Friday, I will discuss those with you. I want to stick to what my point is for today's daily dose so that I don't get off track and I don't confuse you guys. But Friday, I will give you the total breakdown of 
what's going on astrology wise what's going on astronomy wise and how these placements are going to help you or how they could potentially put a delay in any plans that you have because they're redirecting what you are asking for they're redirecting your purpose but that's a whole nother thing so back to this conjunction so we've been speaking about this and um ever since december we've been on this preparation for a release and letting go and overcoming and processing how it is time to do some healing and i explained to you guys on a couple of episodes back where it's the difference between recovery and healing because recovering is a moment of it's it's preparing you it's prepping you for the healing process the healing process is is very in-depth and it does come in layers and it's not something that you can just put your finger on and say oh yeah I'm healed from something there are some things that you will never heal from fully but you can recover okay so where we are currently is in the process of rebirth And in order to be rebirthed, you have to identify what it is that you were originally. It's connecting with yourself on a level that shows you all the duality of who you who you are, not just the part of you that you present, not just the part of you that people see, but the duality of your entire existence. And the total picture of that is very confusing. It is very contradicting. It is very uncomfortable, but it is super important in order for you to navigate to your higher consciousness or your higher self. Okay. You cannot truly say you are awake or you are woke if you don't even know who you are beneath the surface. And even beneath that, you have to know both your shadow side, which is your lower frequency as far as your existing goes, as well as your higher frequency, your higher side, your higher consciousness. All of those things work together in order to create the totality of you. And you cannot dismiss one portion just so that you can operate as a false positive. Okay, so. I say all that to say is with me saying this without the the past couple of weeks, I have gotten so much confirmation and I actually had a very, very important dream that I feel like is necessary for me to share with you guys. And um, it had so many different layers and it had so many messages in it for myself and that is how I know that it is definitely some things in there that I need to share with you guys because portions of that was not just for me but it was for some of you that are listening to me so before I get into the overview and give you um, the overall energetic um, guidance message wise that I feel I want to give you guys a little bit of the dream and break down what the significance of that dream is along with Saturn and Pluto and all these things that have been going on in the solar and the inner solar world okay so in the dream um originally as I uh, I'm in the dream I have a portion of the dream where I am pulling up to my old childhood home the childhood home that we I was a kid of course still but um I shared this home with my father my mom and my siblings and it's the only home that we all live together in as a unit as a family unit in this home I am pulling up to the home I don't remember if we are in my father's Thunderbird 
or my father's Mazda. But whichever car we're in, I'm getting out the car. I walk in to the front door. My dad is sitting in on the sofa that's facing the door. And my grandfather is sitting on the other sofa with his back turned to the door. I don't remember if I say anything to my father, but I definitely walk in. I hug my father. I'm sitting by my father. Now, mind you, I don't remember my grandfather ever being at our home. I don't ever remember him being there. He is still alive. My dad passed away almost 15 years ago, well, 15 years ago, okay? And my father and my grandfather, while they loved each other, their relationship was not very close. My dad was very close with his mom. Um, definitely uh, loved her, but his father and him did not see um eye to eye and my father my grandfather is older now and he is going through his um almost like early signs of dementia but I feel like there's a different part that dream was significant because after we left the house we were driving in the car and I was in the back seat they were in the front and then the dream suddenly like fades away so it's almost like the dream like i'm a catalyst for the healing that is taking place between my grandfather and my father before my grandfather is transitioned over um there's healing and things that are needing to take place between the two of them before they reunite and so and, and that's a whole nother depth and so um when I speak about the dreams, I want you guys to also understand that the things that you are dealing with, the things that you are having to battle and the uh, chains that you're having to break on yourself and the baggage that you're having to release and all of those things that you're having to purge yourself through, a lot of it is not for you. A lot of it is also for those who are in your life who have chains and have things that have held them in bondage that you are needing to be the catalyst for almost like a mediator to so that they are able to release certain aspects of their life so they can be free and move forward. So a lot of the work that you're doing is having to be done in another dimension in, in, in that case would be your dream world or your subconscious, because in the practical sense, it would never be able to be handled or resolved in that same manner. So the things that you're having to deal with and go through, you are um, almost like time traveling through when you are asleep. So there's certain different healing that is taking place. There are certain different um, purges that are needing to take place and that are taking place in that sense so that they are able to be handled in a different way. Okay, but it's not just for you. It is for those that are close to you. Second part of the dream. I am at work and there is someone at the job that um, just a sweet security lady, very sweet young girl, and we become friends. So obviously we're very close in the dream. We leave the dream. She want, um, We're in the dream. She wants to take me to her new home to show me her new home. I'm going to her new home on lunch break. Now, um, there's some very specific details about the home that I don't think is important for me to share with you, but I will. But I remember it being, um, it looks like some kind of penthouse towers, right? And the sign was the towers at something and it was black marble sign, a black marble shiny sign on the outside of the building. But it looks like um, the place 
looked like a penthouse on the inside, but the outside looked like a mobile home. So I remember walking in and saying, my brother, is this a mobile home? My brother would love this mobile home because my brother always jokes about him wanting a mobile home but inside this place it looked like a penthouse it was so beautiful the the countertops the stairs the space the um it was just an amazing place right it was very beautiful so I'm walking around inside the home and I remember her mother and her sister coming in and her mother and sister came in one of them had like open face goals in their mouth okay why that's important i don't know but that's just something that stood out to me in the dream so i'm in the dream the next thing i know we're going outside and um there's a lady standing outside i am speaking to her and she appears to be a celebrity and so I am a person who doesn't like to cause scenes to I like to be very respectful of a person's space so I didn't go up to her so I let uh, my friend and her mom and sister know who I thought that was who it was and I said um go get a picture so they went over there they got a picture to take a pictures and it looked like she was getting ready for a party and so i go over there and i'm standing on the um on the stairs and i say i don't want to cause a scene but i would like to know if i could take a picture with you and she was like sure she pulls me to the side she said wait right here next thing i know i see her son come her son comes up and we're all just standing there we're talking next thing i know there's a big blue car and the car is a um the the lady says oh my god it's a prowler oh my god it's a ferrari or something like that and it's a blue convertible top car um the car comes flying into the mobile home type penthouses destroying 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 so much of the beauty around it and with it comes a storm, a massive, massive storm. Now, at this point, my sister appears in the dream. There's so much water around and the debris is hitting everyone. There are people, like I said, they were getting ready for a party. So there are, uh, there's destruction around. There's a lot of debris. There's a lot of people, bodies. I mean, people are dying and I'm, see my sister and my cousin and I push them under the water and somehow I get them to a place that is underneath the debris and they're safe so then finally I raise my head up and it's still there's no more rain there's no more anything but there is so much chaos and destruction from the damage all around then there's a lady that comes out a Caucasian lady who says um Well, the good part about it is it's over and now we can clean this stuff up. Not concerned about the people, not concerned about the deaths, not concerned about what anything is, but the fact that clean up this debris because it doesn't look good. Okay. So I'm asking at this time, where's my friend? I can't find her. I don't know where she is. She is nowhere to be found. And there's so many bodies around. So I go into the place as I stated to you guys before the lady who appeared to be a celebrity son was there and I looked at him how I ended up on top of him not like in a sexual way but we're inside the mobile home and I think I was just exhausted and he was like holding me and it was almost like he was a playboy and I was not feeling him I remember that and I remember him saying to me 
when I first saw you, I can't lie, I was super attracted to you physically, but this is more. And I felt shockwaves through my body. It was almost like a, I know he's the person I'm supposed to be with. It was like a soulmate connection in a way. So I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, whatever. At this point, I'm still looking for my friend. I can't find her. I'm letting him know she's missing. We got to find her. So we're going around. No one's finding her. Everyone is, is assuming that she's gone because all these other people are gone. And so we go back outside and the water, you know, is debris everywhere. And we're putting sticky note type tags on these big rocks, almost like putting a um, name on these rocks as to say those were the people who were gone and something felt so wrong in my spirit I just felt like she's around here somewhere we have to find her she's not gone my friend is not gone like we gotta find her and everyone is like you know I think she's gone we don't see her and so suddenly it starts to rain as it starts to rain that allows the debris to loosen up so that I can push some debris around and try to look up underneath it and underneath it there she was okay so I jump and I reach out under there I pull her up and she's not dead but very faint and so I'm pumping doing CPR CP, C, CPR and there's something in her throat that she uh, ends up coughing up so as she coughs it up her eyes begin to flutter. Water is coming out of her mouth. She's coming, becoming conscious. And I feel this feeling, instant feeling of relief. This instant feeling of I knew I listened to myself. I knew I should have listened to myself. And when I woke up, my heart was beating so fast. It was like a, a very different space to be in because I was really really taken aback by just the intensity of this dream and the dream for me signified the belief in self the belief in myself and my capabilities and what it is that I believe despite what everything looks like around me despite the chaos despite the debris despite no one believing in what it is that I believe and I see despite the people who are uh, selfish and only thinking about themselves and the aesthetics of the things that they care about around them and they own the fact that you can meet the person that you're supposed to be with in the very most awkward time of your life and it's never going to be easy to maintain any connection but you have to be willing to fight You have to be willing to fight. You have to be willing to persevere. You have to be willing to stand out on your own by yourself and know that whatever is meant for you will be gravitating to you. You don't have to search. You don't have to overextend. It doesn't matter what a person's pay grade is, what a person's title is. When destruction comes, everyone clams together because that is what gets it done. That is what pulls you through. So with this dream, it's very important that you guys understand that it's almost like the rebirth that's taking place is you underneath all of this water, all of this destruction, all of these things. And people have talked about you. People have proclaimed you dead. People have proclaimed your visions, um, something that could never happen. People have shunned you. People have 
denounced you. People have forgotten about you and were willing to move on with their life because it was just too difficult to stay the course to help you become a better, higher version of yourself. And so now you're at this space where you're looking at yourself from a 3D, where for many of that, that person does signify a loved one. It does signify a family member. It does, it does signify different versions of the people that you've interacted with. However, it could also be a remnants of who you were. You've worked so hard to get rid of the portions of yourself that you feel are invaluable that you don't realize that you need those parts of yourself to truly rise to the higher frequency of who you are. And this is testing everything you think you know. It's testing your faith. It's testing your diligence. It's testing your ability to believe in yourself and your capabilities. It's testing your relationships. It's tasting. It's testing how you see things. It's testing how you approach things. It's testing you in ways that you never thought were capable because you thought you had it figured out before. And yet here you are at a place where you are fighting your head over heart. You're having to debate between your insecurities. You're having to debate between your um, truths. You're having to debate family, friends, and you're having to battle yourself all at one time just so that you can get the total picture of your existence. And this is going to be a very complex journey. It's not something that's easy. It's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that is just like, oh, we can figure this out. Just, oh, I got the man I love and now everything's going to be easy. That's just not the reality of life. It takes a radical amount of a achievement, a radical amount of support, a radical amount of belief in self in order for you to push through. And that can be a very traumatic situation. The debris can be a remnant of your reality. Everything around you is chaotic. Everything around you is out of place. Everything around you feels like It is just bogging you down. And the only way to get it out of your way is to release. For some of you, release is really fully letting go of something that just is not fulfilling you or plowing into you. But also, it could also be a release of your emotions, crying it out, letting it out, letting go of that preconceived notion that crying is weakness. Because you have to do that in order to really cleanse yourself. It's a part of the process. So now you're at this place where, yes, I'm giving birth and I'm allowing myself to be rebirthed into this new version and higher consciousness of who I am. But that's going to require you to be an innovative individual, which is beautiful for Aquarian season, because here we are in Aquarius season with Nothing but fresh creativity, optimistic energy in the midst of the darkness that everyone is feeling, the heaviness that everyone is feeling, the being bogged down. All of that is difficult. All of that is hard. None of that is happening overnight. And that's okay. That's okay because it's teaching you more about yourself. It's teaching you more about the things that you do need, the things that you do want, the things you are healing from, the parts of you that are is still in recovery.
the parts of you that you have downplayed and buried just so that you can fit the bill and hope to get along with those that are around you and those that are perceiving to support you when the truth of the matter is they're not going to really truly fully support you anything you do because they're more intimidated by your your capabilities and your possibilities and the potential that you hold opposed to what it is that they see in themselves So you'll always be at battle with something, be it yourself or other people. But if I have to go to war with anybody, I'd rather it not be with myself. Because I'd rather bet on myself in any situation because I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can fight through. I know what I can challenge. I know what I can win at. I know what I'm willing to lose at. I know what I'm willing to get better at. I know that I will never go against who I am because it's the only thing that's guaranteed to be a 100% fulfillment because it's truly given what I put into it. So whatever I pour into myself, I give myself. Because that is the capacity in which I hold. Now, when it comes to your relationships and it comes to like kindling and rebirthing and trying to reconnect with other people, it's very important that you understand that if something doesn't change, you can't change it. You can't love somebody into changing you. You can't sex somebody into changing you. You can't sit back and be mute and think that that's going to make somebody change. The passive aggressive route is not going to work for someone who's very assertive. You have to identify what you are, what you exude, who you are so that you can know what it is that you expect from other people. And this dream signified the chaos that comes in all of a sudden comes in. It just destroys your life. It takes over your life. And then here you are at the end of the day in a place where you're so unfamiliar, but you just know that there's something inside that's telling me I cannot give up. And because I know that there's something inside that's telling me I cannot give up, I won't. So tired, I'm fighting sick. I'm fighting insecure. I'm fighting unwilling to bend. I'm still fighting and I'm not going to be afraid, ashamed or embarrassed about what that looks like for anyone that's looking on the outside, looking in. So you have to know that you have to defend yourself. You're going to have to defend yourself and be unapologetic about it because you owe yourself that much. So Here we are at this place where we are rebuilding, we're re-strategizing, we're creating an organic feel for what our life looks like and how it should be, um, how we should look at it and the steps that we're needing to take to get it into fruition. Don't run from it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't hide from it. Listen to yourself. Listen to your dreams. Pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to the the synchronicities that you see around. Pay attention to just everything that you feel like could be a sign. And even if you don't go crazy and like, oh my God, there's a sign, write it down. Write it down. And you'll be surprised at how it all comes back together. Okay? So this... Um, today's daily dose feels amazing. It does not feel difficult. It does not feel like it's something that is unbearable, but it, it's definitely one of those energies that's going to require you to be consistent and it's going to require you to be present. So you're going to have to work on that. You're going to have to work on that, especially going into um, shadow period for Mercury retrograde. 
and I'll get into that again on Friday. But as we are approaching all of these planets, the end of the year is going to be, well, the mid summer is going to be crazy because it's more eclipse season, but there's just a lot of shifts and transits that are happening. You're going to have so many amazing opportunities for blessings and abundance, but you are going to have to do some work and it's okay because you're prepared for this. This isn't something that you just walked into. This is something you're prepared for. So allow yourself to operate in that force. Okay. So this has been your daily dose of energy. I hope that it gives you a little bit of understanding and clarity about what it is that we are going through this is definitely spiritual warfare this is something that internally has been brewing for a very long time and it's something unfortunately you can't control so the best way to operate when something you can't control is to release your hands release ties to it and let it be what it's gonna be because at the end of the day you cannot afford to watch yourself deteriorate in hopes of someone changing or seeing your point of view Okay, so this has been your daily dose of energy, guys, until your daily dose of energy on tomorrow. Know that I love you. I care so much about you and I will continue to allow God to use me as a vessel to be everything I need to be to assist you on your navigation of self. So I love you all until tomorrow. Bye.